Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Grizz Next Gen Podcast. I'm here with Brad. LL Cool Brad. Say what's up, LL Cool Brad. And you already messed my up my name, man. Come on. Now. I mean, it's same. Yeah. I call you Brad. You can you, you name LL Cool Brad. <laughs> like, nah, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, how you guys doing, everybody? Brad. Glad to be back. <laughs> yeah, good to be back. Um, it's been a really long time since we posted an episode, and the last one was on me. Uh, we we made an episode for I think it was about the All Star break when when we came back, and. Uh, I forgot to get it out. Like after a couple days, I was like, "Oh wait, I forgot to get that out." And I was, I was just thinking, I'm like, "Oh, there's no point to put it out because it's just days old, and it's like we're gonna be hearing about old news." So, I guess we decided to come back at the right time, like when we felt like there was like, good news to talk about. And I guess at the a big point of the season, uh, Grizzlies are currently f- have 51 wins. I think our what's our record? It's 51, 23, something like that. Yeah, so we passed 51 wins, and last night we absolutely destroyed the Pacers. There was it was it was actually crazy. I watched we watched the full game because I mean it was over by the second quarter. But that, with that win, Grizzlies have officially uh, clinched their playoff spot. I mean I, we kind of already knew we were going to make it to playoffs, but we have officially clinched the playoff spot, and we're currently the second seed in the West. I'm gonna I'm gonna hand it off to Brad, and Brad's gonna really break down the uh, standings at where it's currently at right now, um, in the West. Alright, so in the West, obviously at number one, we got the Phoenix Suns at 60-14. and 14. Amazing season for them so far. And then second overall, you already know it. That's why we're on here, Memphis Grizzlies, 51-23. and 23. Third overall, we got Golden State, 48-25, and 25 below us. Three games behind us, we got the Utah Jazz, three games behind Golden State. And then tied with the Utah Jazz, we got Dallas Mavericks at 45-28. and 28. Denver Nung is two games behind the Mavericks, 43-31. and 31. And then the Minnesota Timberwolves at uh, number seven at 42-32, and 32, one game behind the Nuggets. Uh, below that is just teams that are, I'm just going to say below average, that I don't think will probably make the playoffs. So I'll just go that far. Um. So out of the so out of the teams, there's so 10, 10 make a postseason. There's the play-in. Like playing is like okay, you can go, you can go, you can go and uh cash in your playoff spot. Uh, so with the season right now, Grizzlies, like we said, are second seed. We are currently two and a half games up on the Warriors. So I'm, I, I will say I'm feeling pretty confident about having the second seed, just because the Warriors have been playing pretty bad. Like it, it's just been, it's been very ugly basketball. Um, and look, I get we're they're out their best point guard. We're out our best point guard end of the day the Warriors don't play like how we do with, with our best player so if the Warriors don't have Curry they're going to be struggling they're going to have you know little issues uh I, I watched their one game against the Magic like a couple days ago probably one of the worst games I've watched all season actually an embarrassing game because the Magic were playing just the Magic weren't even playing good the, it was a, it was a low scoring game they didn't, no, no team hit 100 the Warriors barely got 90 points and it was just a turnover fest, and the Magic uh, ended up having like a fifteen to two run in the fourth, and coming back to win the game. There, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, bad with the Warriors right now. They just they, I know they got their last win against the Heat. There was a bunch of issues with the Heat and Jimmy Butler. Like there's there's like they almost he almost got in a fight with a uh, with Adonis Haslam. Adonis Haslam, I'll kick your ass, Jimmy, and all this, and they're about to go up to the to the back. I'm like, so like the te- the the Heat were were they were fine as a team, and the Warriors were just were just. We're just like lighting it up, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna say here and say I'm confident about the second seed, um, us being able to clinch that. 
if if you're a Grizzly fan, you think the number one seed's still in play. It's not. Suns obviously have the number one seed. Um, but Brad, what do you think about the Grizzlies? You know, ending the season off. Uh, what what seeding do you think we're gonna have? Second, um, like you said, we're honestly like you're saying, like the Warriors. They don't play the same as us. Like without our without our you know star point guard um, and John Morant. You know, you got Tyus. He steps up big when Ja's not you know in the game, obviously, or playing at all, or if he's just coming off the bench. Like he steps up every time he's on the court. And he's a true leader for our team. Um, and a really under underrated and undervalued piece of our team that a lot of people just overlook. So I think that's a huge reason why we're going to 100% get the second seed. And then I think with, you know, the step up of Melton, which we'll talk about a little bit later in this episode, from the recent games, and then obviously Bain, Brooks, Jaron, all of them, everybody, team effort, you know, just all the guys, it just builds. Yeah, like... Like I like like you said, Tyus Jones has been outstanding this season. I think I think Tyus Jones is the best backup point guard this season. He's arguably the best in the and just in the league in general. Uh, he's a dude that doesn't turn over the ball at all. He's gonna be he has he's had the he's actually led the league in assist and turnover ratios for the last three seasons, and he's leading right now. So he's probably gonna end with the, with it with it for the last four seasons. Like I'm telling y'all, the assist to turnover ratio is a big stat because. It just it just shows what kind of player he is. Like he's just he's a very smart player, and every time Ja is, he, like you say, either injured or not playing, or just Ty is coming off the bench, uh, Ty has just been outstanding. And like the really last season, I was I was just saying like I like Ty, but I didn't know how I didn't know how if Ty was really part of the future. We might we might be able to do upgrade this season. It was completely different. Like he's been he's been just amazing for the whole year. Like you really just can't complain about him. Uh. And so so far with the so so far where we're standing at as a second seed, we obviously be playing the winner of the seventh and eighth uh, seed in the play-in, uh, which is currently the Timberwolves and Clippers. And I think that's going to be the playing matchup by the end of the season because Clippers are up four four and a half games from the Pelicans that are currently the ninth seed. I really and, hope, real quick. I really hope it's the Timberwolves because I just really want to beat Pat Beverly, man. I just really want to do yeah. it. Yeah, I know you want the two seeds, dude. Man, I really you, do. I, but like I said, I wouldn't be mad if it's if it's if it's either one of them. And also yeah. the other side is Pat Bell was talking his shit. There, there's it, also the other uh, side of him. Maybe um, the Timberwolves, like because they're Timber, by the way, Timberwolves are six games up from the eighth seed. Yeah. They they are first. They are for sure a playoff record team. Imagine <laughs> if they lose their both both their playing games and just don't make the playoffs. That would be even more funny. Yeah, like because because that would just be like a huge show job. But if I if you're telling if you're telling what team I prefer. Um, the Clippers or the Timberwolves. Yeah. yeah, I really don't care. <laughs> like, if just give me give me either one of them and I'll be fine with it. Yeah. Uh, I like I said I like I said I probably picked the Clippers. I'm hope I don't I don't know what the uh, whole update with like Clippers in, injured players is right a now. A more entertaining I, like series though would be the Timberwolves hundred percent, but like an easier one would that would be the Clippers. I, yeah. So, like I don't know what the uh, injury status is on Paul George. I'm guessing Kawhi Leonard's just not going to play uh, yeah. for the rest of, for this whole season. Mm. So if 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 Paul George was to come back, then maybe. But I mean, yeah. still, I feel like we like we've obviously even shown we're gonna we've beaten the Clippers this season like pretty easily. Mm. They, they're not been really that big of a threat to us. Yep. So let's just go ahead and well, I feel like we're gonna get we're gonna be the best in a in a series against the Clippers. We're gonna be the best mm. in a series against the Timberwolves. Because uh, yep. if I, I'll sit here and be and be honest, Timberwolves remind me of the Grizzlies last season. 
uh, a young team that's building up. They're going to get that playing spot. Or that, and they're probably, I think, I think they're going to come out successful in the plan. And they're probably going to, if they played the Grizzlies, for example, in the playoffs, I think they're going to get a game or two. So they're, they're probably, they're not going to be a, a, an easy, a easy go away team. They're, uh, I think, I still think they're a very solid team. I just don't like Pat Bev with that after what he said. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, no. uh, but yeah, like so far where we're at, it's actually, pre- it's actually pretty, uh, beautiful. I mean, to see that we have, we're a fi- over 50 win team right now. Yeah. So hopefully that it would ho- hopefully we just keep it up. Uh, we're gonna bring, we're bring our predictions about we're gonna bring our predictions about the last eight games hey. in the at the by the end of the episode. We win six of those last eight. We got a new franchise record in wins with fifty seven, so Yeah. Hopefully that happens. It's just 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 crazy. That'd be awesome. So I guess we're gonna move on to the big news. Um yeah. it, I wanted to just bring up the standings first. Before we talk about this news, and it, it, this news really caught me off guard yesterday because I had no idea that hmm. it was like anything this bad. But uh, Shams po- tweeted out something yesterday saying that John Morant is it, knee injury is a little worse than we thought, and he's going to be reevaluated in two weeks. So we're not we're going to be out with our best our best player for the next two weeks, uh, our MVP candidate as a player, and it it really sucks. Yeah. Um. Uh, I, I, Brad, what was, you're actually we're actually in the same. Discord call when this happened because you know we're doing a meeting for for all one P. Uh, yeah. How how did this how did this news I hate you? And when you said it, I was like, oh crap! I was like, I was I was mad because it was like, man, I thought he was just resting. I'm like, bro, come on, play. But shoot, and it's like it it comes at the worst time too because it's like we have this rough stretch at the end of the season. We play the Bucks tomorrow night. Play the well, I mean, underwhelming Warriors at right now, but. We play the Spurs, which is... Still the Warriors. Then the Suns, right? We play the Suns, the Jazz, the Nuggets, and the Celtics. Like, that's a rough stretch. Yeah. Like, dude, that's going to be a very hard stretch um, without Ja. But, honestly, I'm I'm confident to say that any of those teams that we go up against, if we played how we did last night, our full team effort, we can we can go with them. We can go pace for pace with them. Yeah, and I want to say it, but the stat that everyone keeps talking about: Grizzlies are sixteen and two without John Morant. <laughs> um, and the, look, people could take people can take the stat how how they want to take it. I take it as the Grizzlies are just a good team. Yeah. Or people take it as the Grizzlies shouldn't even have John Morant; he should get traded, which is just stupid. Yeah. I, I'm not going to sit here and even argue about why it's a stupid it's a stupid take. Like so we can go on really just go on. like like do, do do your research yeah. and you'll figure out why. <laughs> Like, cause, cause, ja, there's, there's plenty of games where it shows why Ja mm-hmm. is so important. Yeah. Go look at our stretch. Go look at the stretch where we're playing the Suns in the road, and all, and all the, around that stretch right there, Ja was Ja came back and playing, yeah. and he was so clutch and huge for us. And that was, that was like that, that big run that got us to where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, but that's all I'm gonna say. Grizzlies, but but I'll go back to it. Grizzlies are 16 and two without Ja, and what it tells me is that we're just a really good basketball team, mm-hmm. and. If Jaws off the court, players just know that 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 they need to step up, yep. and on it feels like every night they do. Uh, yep. Even yesterday, yesterday we were doing stuff that I didn't see the Grizzlies had in them. We were hitting every three, <laughs> like we had ten, we had ten th- threes in the first quarter, which is a franchise record. Mm. Grizzlies, Grizzlies have game. I don't think Grizzlies. I think that's what the Grizzlies average a game is like ten, ten or eleven, maybe. We're one of the worst three point shooting teams in the mm. league. We have games where we don't even shoot hit ten threes a game, like. That that's just how the Grizzlies are, and yesterday uh-huh. we're shooting lights out. We're playing outstanding. I get we're against the Pacers, but mm. um, 
it just it just really shows like I this team it doesn't matter what it is. Um, I well, let's talk about the Nets game for example for yeah. bringing up the mm-hmm. Grizzlies without Ja. The Nets game, I if you if you really look at the odds before this game, no one really thought the Grizzlies were gonna win. Nope. I think uh, it was like sixty percent to the Nets. I'm pretty sure it was like sixty percent. Now Nets were at, Nets were low on bodies too. They didn't have Steph Curry. They didn't have Goran Dragic. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously they don't got Ben Simmons. because yep. because you know he he hasn't played yet for the Nets. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, they got KD and Kyrie. Yep. Those two, those two, and, not, and those two were, were not underwhelming at all that night. Nope. They, I forget, I forget what they dropped together. They, they dropped at least over seventy points. Combined seventy. Yes. Points. Seventy-eight points together. They were outstanding. The rest of the team was, eh. Besides Bruce Brown, Bruce Brown did his all. Yep. But the Grizzlies came out like we we gave we gave out we gave out the first punch that game. We're mm-hmm. on national television. We came, we gave out the first punch. We came out mm-hmm. just just shooting 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 it amazing. Um, being a good physical team defensively. Forcing turnovers. Yep. Uh, Anthony Melton, which you know, obviously we gotta talk about him. I guess we're just bringing it in now. Let's talk about the Anthony Melton. This because <laughs> the Anthony Melton's last three games, he's averaging about twenty points a game, and he's shooting some, some like, uh, what, what I see was like sixty some percent from three. <laughs> I think he he hasn't missed a free throw, which yeah, I get. And it might not sound that crazy with stat, but Grizzlies don't hit their free throws. Yeah. Um, like it. It's it's the dude's just been on on a roll, and he's and what's not not to mention he's averaging that twenty and doing all this off the bench. Yeah. So he's bringing he's bringing this off the bench. The dude's playing like Lou Williams on the Clippers or Jamal Crawford. Like mm-hmm. I, I I'm out here just like like it, it it's this is the best Anthony Mountain's been playing all season, and yeah. I'm hoping that he this stays that he brings this type of shooting and this type of of um impact to off the bench into the playoffs because. Oh yeah. D'Anthony Mount last season was a very solid shooter. He shot, shot about 41% for three. Yeah. Uh, he's way more consistent than he was this season. This season, his shots just been kind of like all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what do you think of D'Anthony Mellon's play so far? So far? Uh, this season or these, like these, the last three games? Just these, these last, these, since Jaws been uh, out these last three games. Since Jaws been out? I feel like he's just stepped up a lot. He's stepped up at that, you know, at that spot. He just... He just stepped up a ton, like, like going back to, like you're saying, like when people are out, you know, people have to step up or they know they have to step up, and you know he stepped up like a ton, like you were saying again, just to add to like that playoff stuff. If he can bring that play into the playoffs and we got job back, I am confident if he if he somehow brings that in the playoffs, I think we we make the Western Conference Finals, and it'll be close to the finals. I. I'm not gonna say final. Uh, it's borderline finals if he does that. Borderline. I mean, we're a finals team. The only thing is, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of teams that are finals teams. Yeah. Um, like if 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 we if we keep talking about like that. what people what, what, if we keep talking about what people's thoughts on the Grizzlies are. Um, but I've seen people say the Grizzlies are legit. Grizzlies are final contenders. And then there's the other half of people that say that don't want that don't want to trust it. And I I don't I don't judge them. They just don't want to trust it because this is our first season as a second seed. Like we're we're just a young team and how are we going to perform when it actually comes to the playoffs? Now, this is why I'm so grateful that we had that little a bit of experience last year yeah. where we got to actually taste the playoffs and uh, at that we even went to Utah and got one game off them. Still- like just having that little experience is I think is very huge that we just we just get we get a feel for the playoffs. Um this time's gonna be different. Our first game's gonna be in the grindhouse where we're where it's gonna be just because every time every time the Grizzlies are in the playoffs, our stadium is crazy. Yeah. I I always love always love the uh how the Grizzlies stadium is when when it's the playoffs. We got we got the growl towels 
Everyone's just waving them around, going crazy. Mm. Uh, and th- we're going to be playing our first game in the playoffs there. So that that's going to be cool. Like we get we get the home advantage. Um, and we're not we're not coming as underdogs, which I think the Grizzlies are just not used to. <laughs> like it's always felt like we had the chip on our shoulders. We're the underdog team, but we're going to be coming in as a, actually like them, them dudes. It's like yeah, going to be a going to be a different change of pace. But I guess the question I have for you with the Anthony Mellon though is. On a scale to like one to ten, what's your confidence level that he keeps on this play going to the playoffs? Hmm, I gotta think about that for a second. I mean, sure, it has been. I'm not trying to discredit in any way at all, at all. You know, we played the Rockets and the Pacers. If he can keep it up during this, like, if he if he can keep it up against the Bucks and the Warriors, I would say I would be a nine or an eight and a half for him. But it's just hard to tell because of the games that we've played. Because you got you got to think though. Because like that, I'm not trying to like I said, I'm not trying to discredit what Melton's done at all. But I just want to see it against better teams. If he can do that against better teams, like that we have down the stretch, hundred percent. Like I got hundred percent confidence. In. Yeah. And I I don't I'm not saying I expect Melton to just be averaging twenty plus off yeah. the bench like it's something like it's something casual like. I'm just expecting to see DeAnthony, like the DeAnthony Mellon we know, which I feel like he's just not been the same DeAnthony Mellon as he was last year, mm-hmm. um, this season. It's just it's, he he's just it's just not been the same play and the same impact. Yep. Where these last couple games, not, I'm not I'm not even going to talk about what he's been, how good he's been shooting it. Like he's played good defense. He's been the same old Mister Do Something DeAnthony Mellon. Uh, and I just hope to have that DeAnthony Mellon to the playoffs. Like that's all that's all I'm asking for. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, when it comes to shooting the ball. Like I said, to him the rim's a hula hoop right now. Like he's just yeah. struggling to miss. Like, and I'm hoping that he just has that consistent shooting, where he kind of, he type was last year, uh. But he's hitting shots like just just like catching shoots. Like it, it once he once he once he hits like a couple threes, it's automatic from there. He just that's what I've seen so far. Like he hits that first three, it's a good night for Dante Mountain. Ains had to uh, been, had to have been helping him with the shot, man. Cause shoot, dude, he. Bane was off. Bane, Bane was killing it last night too. <laughs> like yeah. he didn't even play the full game. He had thirty. What's yeah. <laughs> with the with, with, uh, six threes? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I can imagine if we, if it was a close game, he had to actually play the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Like we might have saw forty piece from Bane. Uh, yeah. But yeah, like it's it's just been I like. But like we said, the impact's been crazy from not not only Mountain, just the team in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean that's going that that's going to come from now when we're going to talk about our stretch of games that are coming up yep. and what our predictions are for the rest of the year. Uh, so do you want to bring up, do you have the schedule uh, next to you? Yes, sir. So tomorrow, uh, do you want to talk, talk about our games? Yep. Yeah. So tomorrow we got the Bucks at 8 p.m. Then after that game, we got the Warriors at home, both of those games at home. Um, and then that's at Monday at 8 p.m. Then after that, we're on the road against the Spurs on Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. Then we are back home against the Suns, uh, which will, that'll be a very good game. We can beat them without John Morant. Yeah. I was going to say a, a ton about, you know, I think the playoffs for us. Um, That's on April Fool's Day, <laughs> Friday, April Fool's Day, uh, 8 p.m. And then we got the Jazz away, Tuesday, April 5th at 9 p.m. The Nuggets at, in their home court in... um. Utah or not Utah? Why am I saying Utah in Denver? Um, April seventh, Thursday, at nine p.m. Then we got the Pelicans. Time undecided. April 9th 
And then last but not least, we got the Celtics at home. Both of those last two games are at home at April 10th. So we got a decent we got a decent yeah. run at the end here. Tough schedule. <laughs> like for it, because Grizzlies are just coming off their easiest stretch of the whole season, I guess, when it comes to team record wise. Mm-hmm. Like, we're playing just pure garbage, it felt like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, with these eight games, my prediction I really want to say we're going to beat the record, but it's hard. It's, 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 I, I feel like we're getting five wins mm-hmm. out of the least of the eight. Uh, if there's if there's the game I'm very like confident I just don't feel like we're gonna win it's probably the Suns game because yep. it's gonna it's gonna be hard. the Suns are always one of those teams that we struggle against and like Ja just had a takeover the last time he played in them on the road and obviously he got us that game winner uh I'm not the most confident about the Suns mm-hmm. but I will say tomorrow it, it's gonna be that's gonna be a really tough game we're gonna see how we how we do against the Bucks yep. Uh, I feel I feel calm about the Warriors game for sure. I just think I've been I'll keep saying it, um, and you know I be telling Warrior fans all the time because you know I for all them no I live in Cali. Um, remember right now I'm actually like pretty c- close to you know uh, San Francisco where the Warriors play, mm. and I let Warrior fans know like Grizzlies is their worst matchup because we just like I it, the the matchup is not it for the Warriors and even when and and for even talking about our two best our best player being on and their best player being out. Yep. It's still a very bad matchup, especially oh, yeah. since they're a team that struggles out their best player, and we're a team that doesn't struggle at all without mm-hmm. our best player. So I'm feeling really confident about that Warriors and Grizzlies game, especially since it went in our house. Spurs, mm-hmm. please take care of business against the Spurs. Yeah. Jazz and Nuggets are going to be a trap game, especially if it's if it's a two-road games. They are. Uh, and obviously they're both very solid teams. I think we I think we can I think we can come out successful against the Nuggets. But the other game, the Jazz game, don't know because I just I just don't know how much I feel about the Grizzlies actually taking two two home games this season from the Jazz. Because mm-hmm. remember, I like I said, I think this is the game that turned around our season was our our first home win against the Jazz. Yeah, I mean away win, our, that first away win that we had in in the Jazz mm-hmm. uh, stamp earlier in the year, after we lost to Timberwolves by like forty something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, like we had our, we had our meeting, Jazz mm-hmm. game happened, and we came out successful because Jaren had a dagger. They give us the lead, and I think that was the turnaround point of the season. Because after, after that game, we just started winning. Like it was, a, we we're unstoppable. Uh, but I'm confident about I'm confident about the Nuggets game. I'm not sure about the Jazz. And, and look, Pelicans. We've been playing good at the Pelicans, but CJ McCollum is so annoying. Yeah. And if, if CJ McCollum comes out again, and he go and he go uh. Drops another because he dropped thirty last game, yeah. and you know we ended up blowing them out. But the way this game started, he was he couldn't miss, and it feels like every, that every time we play the uh, Pelicans, um, I'm not sure about the Pelicans game. Just I I feel like it's a game we should take care of business in. I just hate CJ McCollum, and CJ McCollum always gets the Grizzlies problems. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like I'm I can confidently say that Pelicans and CJ McCollum curse is gone yet because it, it isn't. It's just it's still it's still looming there. And Celtics, I, I've I've even told you know I told Jalen I think we're being Celtics last game. We are, like, yeah. I I have the confidence that we're gonna beat the Celtics in the last game of the season. They take one from us, they take one from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna say we're at least going six and two or five and three. Mm-hmm. That's that's what that's my prediction. And that's that's what I hope, especially if we're gonna want to just you know have everything be have everything be fine. Make sure the Warriors do not get that uh. Not make that comeback to go take the second seed. You know, just gotta 
stay locked in and keep and get that second Steve. Yeah, we got him. Um, but passes over to you though. Uh, what? How, how you feeling on our last eight games, and what do you think we're gonna go? I don't know what. I think we can go seven and one. You want to say that? Jeez. I seven and one. I can really <laughs> see it, man. I there's something of it, dude. This team's different, man. It's just different. It's it's different. It's different. It's different. It's different. You know. And it's not like I can't. It's not like I can't see it. I can already see the the graphic of us getting our franchise win record. And like, cause cause like you said, the team different, and this team is countless on countless times this season have just yeah. like blown my mind. Like I just can't believe what we're doing. Fifty two. So <laughs> yeah, but what what do you think? What do you think? What game do you think we lose out of the seven? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say honestly. I only said we could. Beat the Nuggets. I don't know. I feel like that game is going to be a game we lose. I feel like that's going to be a game we lose. Okay. So you have us beating the Suns. The Suns is the one I can't really I, see. Yeah, we got it like flip flopped. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like we go. I feel like, you know, the Suns are at our home court. We defend our home court. I just can't. I mean, the first the first game they came to our home court this season, it was bad. Yeah. It was a very bad game. <laughs> we got whooped. So hopefully, I mean, hopefully, I'm just hoping it's different. Like, I'm, I'm saying that's a game we probably lose. Obviously, I want us to go away, you know. <laughs> like, like, but if I have to guess, that's probably a game we lose. But yeah, um, so yeah, so you go seven and one. I think we lose the Nuggets. I think Jokic is annoying. He hits like yeah. I don't know. I want to say like six. Threes. Jokic has a forty point triple double. Yeah, six threes. Yeah, I do see Jaron blocking him a couple times in that game. Hopefully, just want to see that happen. Um, but yeah, I see that happening. I see us winning in Salt Lake. Um. Just yeah, I I think we go seven and one, finish the season with fifty eight wins. Um, I think we go, I think we go into the into the playoffs really, really confident, and we just keep going in the playoffs. Yeah, like that's 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 the very uh, I think that's the biggest question of the Grizzlies this season is going to be the playoffs. Like, mm-hmm. what what type of team are we going to be in the playoffs? And like I said. I'm gonna have confidence with them just because I was so glad that we had that first ex- bit of experience last year. Yeah. And I mean, Ja even tweeted 32 minutes ago. He uh, he he quoted someone that said Ja for MVP. And he said, "Nah, I want a ring." Yeah. Um, that's how it's supposed to be. Let's go. <laughs> let's go get our. Let's go. Let's go bring the first ring to Memphis. I mean, um, that would cap off this. That would that would make that that make this season just feel unreal. Yeah. Like, if if the if the Grizzlies somehow can go pull off and get a ring, uh, especially because uh, for example, I saw a stat today. Um, you know, because I was watching, I was watching some March Madness, you know, uh, cover, you know, pregame coverage and stuff, and I saw him talk about the uh, Miami, the Miami Hurricanes. Miami Hurricanes have an older starting lineup than us. <laughs> they they have they have all five of their starters over twenty one years old. So actually, they they have an older starting lineup than the Grizzlies do, which is just unreal. <laughs> like, which is that just that just that just shows a lot. Like this team is. This team is way too young to be doing this. Yeah, like the what what we're pulling off is ridiculous for how young we are. Yeah. And that's what that that's what always gets me like to the point where like this this is so unreal. Um it's like we 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 just it, this team is literally like just so ahead of the rebuild. Um and you know, all, all credit goes to the organization. The organization did amazing on drafting. Yeah. Um, the moves were questionable, but they always work for some reason. Like I, I mean, I'll, I'll say the Culver move didn't work, but uh, a majority of the moves worked. Like I see Valanciunas get traded for Stephen Adams, Eric Bledsoe, and a pick, and I'm like, whoa, 
Like, yeah. what are we? What are we doing? And then that that trade ends up just being. I remember amazing. when that happened. I remember, I literally went outside of my hotel because I was on vacation or something like that in the summer. And then we were just talking about it, and you were like, "I don't know about it, man. It's just yeah. like, I don't know if he's the right." I, fit. I, I was I, I was so pissed about it at first. Yeah. But then, oh no, I didn't say about the fit. I just didn't like. No, nah, we were because <laughs> I because I always thought Steven, like, I always. I, I, we, no, because I always know we, we, we knew Steven Adams was a good fit. That's what we were bringing up. We have an episode where we're talking about that. We know Steven Adams was a good fit. Um, but was he the right move? Was he, was he a good player to trade, the trade round Tunis for? That's what I'm talking about. I don't, I, I, that, at that time, I was like, n- n- I don't know about this move. Like, I just, I was saying, if you, I really, I really just didn't like that. Yeah. Oh, to, oh, the Valentine's, but yeah. yeah. Um, something like that. Steven Adams fit. I, I I was never I never doubted this I never doubt the Steven Adams fit. It's just I just the trade just hurt. It, it really hurt when I looked at it at first and a part part of it obviously was like I love I love uh, JV. Um, when I became the first season I became a Dallas Grizzlies fan was the season we traded for him and uh, I just been a big fan of him ever since. But so to see to see him go really hurt. Maybe that was a big part of it. But overall the trade worked out and um, I love Steven Adams. Like dude dude just. He's just he's just been so fun to have on our team, and he's just such a good locker room dude. Like he's he he's been so hard. To, he like he's just such a hard player to hate. Like I don't know how someone can hate Stephen Adams. Um, Zaire Williams, I love Zaire Williams too. Uh, be a even though even though if you look at the top, even though if you look at the the top ten rookies season, he's probably been playing probably the worst out of the, like or the top the top ten that got picked. He's probably been playing the worst out of them. But to me, I still feel like he's been a very solid player for us and. The potential to the roof with him. He's gonna so, be one. I'm telling I'm, you right now. He's gonna be one of the best out of that class for sure. I I really do see it. I I'm 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 really uh invested in what his what his development can be like. I I really trust uh desire pick. And then we got Eric Bledsoe. Obviously got rid of him. And you know that 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 that, that stuff kind of didn't go anywhere. But getting Stephen Adams and Zaire Williams was the big part of the the deal and. It worked. Uh, so just for some laughs, let's talk about the Chris Dunham thing real quick. Hey, he finally got done with his dentist dif- dental procedure. You know what I'm saying? Hey, he got signed. Chris Dunn got yeah, shout out to Chris Dunn. He got signed. He got, <laughs> he's back in the NBA. Um, I know he's playing the G. I think he's playing the G League. I forget where he's playing yeah. the G League. I think if I if it was I think it was the Hawks uh, G League team maybe. Um, he's he was playing there and then yeah. Uh, I I know he's been I know he was playing kind of solid because I mean he's just a good defender. Uh. I bring sure off the bench too, though, and I, over, he got he got signed to the uh, Blazers. I I wouldn't be surprised if he actually plays for the Blazers because you know their their, their roster is just so low. Um, so I I hope I hope you know see Chris Dunn gain some minutes maybe before the season ends. But yeah, shout out to Chris Dunn because I I thought he was probably gonna be playing you know maybe makes a little impact for the Grizzlies. Uh, and it just he he's out he's out with a dental procedure and he literally didn't play any preseason games and ends up getting cut. But <laughs> Maybe I was wrong in the first place. I even think he was gonna be an impact. Yeah, anyway. But anyways. overall, give him a congratulations. Chris Dunn, do your thing in Portland, I guess. Grizz legend, Chris Dunn. Uh, but w- w- I feel like we've pretty much talked about everything we need to talk about. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I said, we, we're we're gonna try to shorten these episodes a little more. Um, you know, because we're trying to at first episodes we're just kind of going through every game one by one, one by one, and it's like. Maybe it's a little too long to be doing all that. Uh, obviously, playoff series we're gonna be doing breakdown about that. But uh, when it comes to each game, probably probably shouldn't have the time for that, especially when you know injuries be coming out any, any day. Like, yeah, I wouldn't. We could have did predictions, you know, a couple days ago was saying, "Oh, John Morant's gonna do good in this Bucks game," where he's not gonna play. Yeah. 
but yeah, uh, does, you got any final words before we close this out, bro? Seven and one, about to finish the season with fifty-eight wins, two more than our franchise record. About to beat that, and then honestly, fuck it, we're going to the finals. I don't care. I'm saying it. We're going to the finals. That's my prediction.